Let me tell you what I did to her before. <laughs> she likes Lucky Charms. I don't, but I like the marshmallows. Yeah, just so I dumped the whole fucking box out, took every marshmallow out, separated them, put that in a Ziploc bag for myself, put the other cereal back into the box. So when she went in, oh, it was a fucking war in the house. It's a crazy time and we're all doing what we have to do to get through it. Two big things for me, this podcast, and we've had a ton of interesting guests of late, which has been great. And then hiking, uh, which I love doing. Like to get outside, nice place to be where there's not a ton of people. There's a ton of good hikes in Virginia. I've been hitting the trails a lot and uh, that's in large part due to Allbirds. They are uh, the new sponsor of the Greenlight Podcast and I'm wearing a pair of these shoes uh, right now. Beige tree dashers they sent me. Uh, they're great. They're lightweight. They're tough. And they have to be because believe me, I can uh, put a hurting on an athletic shoe. I, I could Zion Williamson a shoe on the trail. And these things stand up. All birds also walks the walk when it comes to the environment. So my tree dashers are made of all natural materials like merino wool, eucalyptus fiber, and sugar cane. And they look good. Really thrilled to welcome Allbirds to the Greenlight Pod. Go check them out at allbirds.com, the tree dashers. He doesn't need much introduction. Action Bronson, you've seen him cooking, painting, uh, rapping, uh, doing a whole host of shit, being a stud so softball player at the CC Sabathia. Uh, the quintessential stud muffin. The quintessential <laughs> legging out doubles. Uh, and tearing you, your MCL or what happened? I don't know what it was. It was, it, yeah, it was the MCL. Yeah. It's still there. I got the PRP treatment and everything. You need, I got a place in Germany. You got to go. Stem cells? Yeah. That's what I need. Frankfurt. I don't need, fuck around. I know you'd like to like buy local. Yeah. You told me you've gotten some surgeries in Queens, but maybe we can just expand. I our mean, own. listen, they, you know, they do plastic surgery in Jackson Heights <laughs> on the roof. In Jackson Heights you on the roof. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. That, uh, whatever. There's another <laughs> word for that too. Uh, so... Uh, I want to talk about softball. You texted me and said, I said, how'd the game go? You said I had an intangible game. Can you describe what an intangible game is? Well, you know, it's hard to put your finger on exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've had nah. some football. <laughs> I had some, I had an amazing, uh, I, I pitched four scoreless innings until Andrew Jones hit a bomb off me. But at least it was Andrew Jones. I got Sheffield out. Yeah. He popped up very weakly yeah. to the mid, you know, the infield. Yeah. Um, yeah, my first at bat, batting practice, I jacked one out. And then my next at bat hit one right up the middle. Then the game started. And, uh, you know, my first at bat, right down the line, out of the park, foul. A sigh of relief. Yeah, it was out for I hear the crowd go, oh! And I was like, oh. So then I get hit by the pitch. I take my, my base on balls in a celebrity softball game. <laughs> I'm trotting down the first base. Johnny Damon comes up next. Bro, these names, bro. It's like smash. It's he smashed one out of the park. It's straight out of like you know one of your songs. Bro. I know. Really, like, I feel like I've uh, I've definitely willed this into existence. I mean, talking about the Yanks, like when I was a kid, I was such a front runner with them. Like I picked them because they won. 
But eventually, and I've never heard of this happening, I abandoned them because they were winning too much. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's grown up of you. Yeah, it was grown it's up mature. But I, the trade-off for me was when I abandoned them, I really became like a rabid Knicks fan, like in the late 90s, and then the crash. So in the last 20 years, what's the bright spot for the Knicks? I mean, it's been since 2000, they were in the finals, or 2001 or whatever. Latrell. That's the bright spot? I mean, since then? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no being mellow? able to go, being able to go, no, being able to go to the garden. I love Melo, but I feel like he was given a, a, a bad, not really bad. It just didn't really work out extremely well here. I agree. It didn't work. You know, like, I, I mean, it, it yeah. was good for a couple of years. You know, it was it, after LeBron made that decision and we got Stoudemire and it just, it, things weren't the same. Yeah. The, the, I feel like the energy got sucked out of of the garden, you know, kind of, it was like, damn, LeBron turned us down. We can't get anybody to come here. It's just been shitty. We've, we haven't been getting the best product that we deserve for a long, long time, yeah. man. It's just upsetting, but always support the Knicks. You can't really give up any team. No, you can't. I mean, like what I, I think of it, like taking an emotional break, like I'm still here for you guys. Not that they give a fuck as a fan. I'm still here for y'all. And when shit gets good again, I will elevate my game. Of but I, I can't, I don't have the emotional stability to like ride it out as a fan. Like as a player, it's hard. as a player, it's like, it's survival. But as a fan, you have a choice. You can opt out. Yep. And so, so for me- You can me, watch like, Grey's Anatomy. Which I never, I never <laughs> did. But I mean, like for me, it was a Jeremy Lin period. Lin Sanity. It was Lin Sanity, went crazy. I had the, the t-shirt jersey and Couple everything. Couple of months. You know, when you get the t-shirt jersey, that just means you're not fully committed. Oh, there's no doubt. So like that the was t-shirt where- t-shirt jersey is like <laughs> beginner status. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, all right, I kind of like this guy. So who's your favorite Nick of all time? Mm, man. I mean, I was chilling with Oakley last night. Is he up there? He's very up there. Okay. Oakley is like, you know, you in New York, you always tend to go to the, you don't want the glamorous player. You go to the hard nose, get it right. done, come in the middle. He's in a fucking Steven Seagal, you on the floor, you know? And he would. He really would. I mean, he would fuck he you He took up. out Nick Mangold yesterday. Like, 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 like first what, like, base, like he hit a ground ball. He's running to first base. He just tackled Nick Mangold for no, no reason. Shit. It was amazing. Was it hostile? Nah, it was a fun one, but he knocked him. It was a fun. He knocked an all pro center <laughs> to the ground. What's so so it was a fun spear. A fun spear, yeah. It okay. Was, it okay. Was, it was there was some intention behind it, but, but I, he had a smile on. But I would argue, like you, you mentioned Oakley, like he's a quintessential New York Nick. Yeah. But like the best Knicks of all time, none of them were like sexy yeah. picks for favorite player. Like if you were a Ewing fan, of course. I mean Ewing. I love Mark Jackson. I love yeah, Derek Harper. Starks. Starks. I loved Allen Mason. Houston at one point. I mean, Mason, we used to, I, I used to get my hair cut where Mason got his because I loved him so much. Yeah. And it was in the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. And he was Cuddies cool. in Queens. He was cool. Fire. Yeah. I mean, I wish I would have met him. We didn't I mention still got Alan, the Allen Houston. Allen Houston. Uh, Chris Childs. Chris Childs. Was a banger at one point. Was you? you? Know? Latrell, LJ. Childs, my, one of my favorite. Camby. One of my favorite references was you on the Freddie Gibbs song, that same uh, the next remix. And uh, and you talked about when Chris knocked out, or he didn't knock him out, but he had him, him. he had him like swaying a little he bit. Three-piece him, so, clean three-piece. That's accurate, it was Sunday? You it was really a Sunday. Remember that? It's a guarantee it was Sunday, I looked it up. And what happened? Uh, well, I was in the Hyundai. <laughs> you wanna know the worst thing about having a Hyundai back in the day is 
the night before Brett Favre was to play his first game for the Jets, I'm at the store up the block from my house in the Hyundai. Yeah. I leave the car running as I do all the time. I'm in boxers because I'm up the block. Yeah. I go and buy a set for life and a mm -hmm. Dutch. Mm -hmm. I'm in there scratching the set for life, oblivious. And two little fucks jump in the car and steal my shit. No I should have known that was going to be the... <laughs> no shit. That was going to be the beginning of Favre's career did as a Jet. Did you find them? Never. They found the car in Long Island burnt. Why'd they burn it? Is that typical here? Yeah, but why'd they burn it? There was they, they crashed into some the side of someone's house. Damn, but it was burnt, like, what, were they driving it you, on fire? You know what would be tight if we did a thing where like we take you back a reenactment? to- reenactment? No, reenactment would be tight. We could do a dramatization. With but then the we scene. Could, with the, yeah, with the scene. But then we could take you back to the house that you crashed into to like make amends or that your your theft. Crashed. I don't know where they crashed. It was somewhere in Long Island. <laughs> I never had to that. go ID the Can we pull that? I didn't police? have to ID the body. Well, they, they fucking, they, they destroy a lot of police records nowadays. So yeah, I don't know so if they're going to have your Hyundai. I'm not trying to go into a police Yeah, we're not going to this. Let's keep me away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Send me in. Let's keep you out of there too. I'm the Walter Payton man of the year. Like, you are. You know, I, that's a, thank every, you for your service. Yes, thank you for your <laughs> so, <laughs> You just always got to thank them for their service. Another, <laughs> another, another next thing. So you remember exactly where you were. Like, you know how like sports, like you remember where you were when certain things happen. And, and you mentioned, you know, I think in an interview that you, your favorite team was a 94 team. I mean, it's, it's, it was the greatest, it was the greatest feelings, you know, because we were almost there. Yeah. You know, you're almost there and. It's the quintessential Knicks team. Yeah, there it is. That's, and, that, that, that exemplified New York City at the time. And did you remember that day and that week, what was going on? I mean, I know because I've watched back, but that was the OJ thing. All the, all the OJ stuff was going on. It was Ramadan. Yeah. It was lots of craziness was happening. You know, uh, Elijah Wan wasn't eating. Yep. You know, he was playing. Which is insane. Hungry. Yeah, it was How out do of you control. do that? It's really, it's next level. But it was like kind of like elite, Inception, elite. though. It really was. It was like Inception because you had the Knicks. You had um, was the Rangers as you well, had the, right? The OJ's white Bronco, not yeah. the for little double entendre That's there. Right. Um, the well, Rangers. The Rangers were playing at the time too, because it was all around. Yeah, you know, there's a whole now. documentary on it. Yeah, did you see that shit? Of course, it's pretty sweet. One of my favorite things is to watch docu series. I don't like, I like, I like real shit that's happened, like good stories, mafia. Any type of shit like that. So best one, best docu series off the top of your head, then. I mean, there's one, there's one that I really enjoy called the Seven Five. It's not a docu series. It's just a one-off about these cops from the Seven Five precinct, which is uh, East New York. Dirty cops that were running drugs and all kinds of shit. Ray Michael Liotas, Dowd, just exactly. Total Ray Liotas. Hundred uh, bad lieutenant shit. <laughs> yeah, so Harvey Keitel. Listening to Mike and Mike and Dog on 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 FA Mike and the Mad Mike and the Mad Dog and you know it was like <laughs> it, it was the series LA versus the Mets in '88 and he shoots the fucking he shoots the the radio because Daryl hits the home run. <laughs> hey, another over. Oh, I don't know. It wasn't '88. It was in the '90s. It was crazy. That reminds me that since you're talking about baseball and the radio, that reminds me of a scene in the Fan. Do you remember the Fan? Oh, with uh, with, with Snipes and, and with De Niro. De Niro. I and don't going, remember it as well as I should. He's going. He was like, 
the whole premise of the movie was he was a super fan. Of course. And uh, he actually... Wesley played for the Giants. Did you see the rain scene? Do you remember the rain I scene? I do remember the rain. Vaguely, I have to rewatch it. I'm going to well, watch it How the it fuck did they play through the rain? That was my big question about that. It was that. bullshit. What yeah. about Last Boy Scout? No, I, no. Uh-uh. You were talking about that, that pill, the, the painkiller? Yeah. So he popped a mouthful of those. This was Billy Blanks. He had the gun on him. They handed him the ball. He's the running back. They handed him the ball. He just shoots every defensive player coming at him. How did I not see this? But Damon Waynes. Oh, I need to see this. Come on, man. He was the he was the star quarterback who was sniffing coke. No shit. It was tremendous. Wouldn't be the first Bruce one. Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis. Come on. With, without hair, obviously, his hair was just gone. No, he had like weird hair. He had like forty-year-old yeah, hair. He was hanging on. Yeah, for dear life. But mm. it was a good look because that's his look. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I love shit like that. That was kind of like every, any given Sunday before that, any given Sunday, like Bro, the realer side of football. And I have never seen somebody get on top of an escalade in my decade in the league, and I play with some crazy motherfuckers. I mean, crazy, but I've never seen somebody get up on top of a truck and, and chainsaw it in hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the crack, just do the craziest shit we could think of. The stereotypes, bro. I'm like, people are like, you guys live like that? I'm like, nah, not really. I mean, maybe the single guys. You know, they're the the young the yeah. young guns, but uh, I've never seen the Escalade chopped in half. And if Al Pacino gave a speech, which I thought was one of the best speeches in movie history, sports movie history, mm-hmm. um, but if a coach gave a speech like that, we would boo him because, <laughs> like, we're not in the locker room. Like, if you know, we're we're getting ready to go out and play a fucking game, dude. Like, I don't want to hear the coach talk for three minutes. Yeah, stop with the bullshit. Jeff Fisher used to say three words and send us out. Hey, so you know, let's. Let's go kick some fucking ass and then we're gone. So you always have to add a little curse in there. Curses always hype people up. You, you can't say let's go win. No, let's go win, guys. No, yeah, let's, let's kick some fucking ass. Fuck out there and go fucking smash somebody in the fucking smash head. Smash somebody in the head. Yeah. You talked about drugs just a minute ago. You talked about uh, painkillers. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that you were like not. I'm gold. not addicted to painkillers. Not no no no. Okay. Gold's gym guy. <laughs> Back in your muscle, like muscle bound, like bodybuilder. Let's, let's like, say that, let's say I was on the verge of being muscle bound. So you weren't all the way muscle bound? I mean I wasn't I was jacked, but I wasn't ripped. Yeah. You were yeah. I was mass. Yeah. I was mass. You know, like the combine is what, two twenty five yeah. bench? Yeah. I would do that thirty five times to forty times. You know, like throwing it in the air almost because we were stupid. What we were doing, that had nothing to do at that age. I was jabbing myself with all kinds of fucking uh, trembolone and what's trembolone? Trembolone. Don't act like you don't know what that. I swear to fuck with bro. you, bro. And here's the thing: sustenon and winstrel. I know you heard of winstrel. No, winstrel is is. But you giving, haven't heard of tortol. Yeah, I have. Which is, oh, okay. It's a magic drug. That's tortol, the only way I play football. But and there's also a magic drug called. Delighted. Oh, I know Delighted. Yeah, so that's what I've taken before with the surgery. And it's kind of like shooting dope, I would imagine. You know, that warm feeling and right. you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're really fucked up, well, it sh- just makes you forget you're hurt. The you shit doesn't, the, like, what's the shit that heal you? What's the shit that, uh, talking about surgery and anesthetics, like um, the stuff they give you right before you go out, it's like... I can see oh, why. Oh yeah, of course. I don't want anywhere near it. No, no, I'm I, don't want, like, I don't want to ever go through that shit again. You know, like injury is not cool. I hurt my knee. I had that that plasma replacement shit. One of the worst things I've ever gone through. Fucking two humongous men had to hold me down. I'm screaming for seven minutes. The pain would not go away. I'm told it's like- After surgery? No, it wasn't a surgery. They just, they, they draw blood. They place it in this spinner. 
it separates the plasma from the hemoglobin or whatever right. the fuck. Obviously. And then they then they extract the <laughs> plasma like in the books and put it back into your knee. Yeah. And it's like somebody is ripping your whole fucking knee open with right. like the jaws of life. Oh my lord. Heavy duty feeling. But steroids. Steroids. They were amazing, man. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was easy to sell, easy to use. Who even knows if I was shooting olive oil or not? Right. I could have been shooting yeah. fucking Crisco in my yeah, ass. Yeah, I don't want to, like, what, Who even knows? what area of town do you go to for steroids? Well, what it, borough is the best borough for steroids? Is it Queen? Well, Queens? to be honest, it, you, it depends on the gym. You know, right. I was in a steroided gym. Yeah. You know, like, and then I went to another steroided gym in the Bronx where uh, Victor Martinez, the IFBB pro, was like fucking yeah. jacked. I, was, I think he came in. He was like third in Mr. Olympia top for him, but he was, you know, from that area and there was all kinds of shit going on over there. So it was just always readily available. Were you more angry on roids? Yeah. That shit's real. Of course it's real. So you're more aggressive, everything. Your balls shrink, your dick gets a little bit bigger. Really? And then, oh, it so rever there, then it reverses. So there is a positive. Then your ball's hanging, your dick's just there by accident. You know, it's like, what is this? Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> the moment you're standing in the mirror and you're like, I look a little better. I look a little, yeah. I'm you start, like, I, I'm kicking my dog, my, my ball's nah. shrunk. I'm just like, I walk in the Definitely house. Definitely emo. The you're yeah. emo. So you're emo. Yeah, there's emo situations. There's... And I have emo tendencies anyway. So Me I don't want to like, I don't want to like fucking. Like if I'm riding this wave, like I don't want to do that, you know, like it's nah, not worth just a little bit more mass. It's really not. I've learned that and you know, I just push-ups and all that type of shit is better. In my career, I've always valued like staying clean, which like I got a dad bod, bro. Like I'm a big guy with muscles, but like some of these motherfuckers in the league are just jacked, bro. But I never wanted to cross that threshold where I took something that's so risky in the league because you could take something that's not even banned and it can cloud the test and then your, your legacy is ruined. Like to me, For you real? fail a test, people are always wondering, especially like the white underachiever guy. Like if I get popped, like they're all going to be like, well, he, he would have been nothing without steroids. And, you know, so I, I thought about HGH once coming off of injury. I like it crossed my mind for a second. I was like, I was at a real crossroads in my career, having my best years of my life, you know, 40 sacks, four years, IR two years in a row, lost all my muscle, everything. And it crossed my mind, but I can never, I never could imagine doing it. it Mushrooms or acid? What do you like better? Uh, you know, Acid's pretty amazing, but you can't turn that off. You can't really turn mushrooms off either, but I think the the amount of time that they both affect you is pretty fucking next level. So I like to hit the DMT. I've never hit the DMT. Well, the DMT, it, 10 to 15 minutes of intensity, like tremendous, unbelievable, earth-shattering feelings. So it's quick. Universe-shattering. Well, you don't know if it's quick or not. You feel like it's forever. So, so dude, like... My thing about DMT is like, is it one of those drugs that like unlocks something in you that you don't want unlocked, like a Pandora's box? I don't know. I, I don't know if I have anything that I don't want unlocked. I want on, I want to unlock everything. It's you like Mortal Kombat. You want to keep unlocking the characters and unlocking stages and shit like that. Unlock. I want to keep unlocking. Yeah. Then reptile, and then fucking Goro. Goro. Goro was sick, but my favorite was Raiden. Yeah, Raiden was shooting lightning. He was the ghost. Uh, that, that character was based upon a character in Big Trouble in Little China. Kurt Russell is underappreciated. I agree. Actually, I agree. It's not something I'm like, it's not an opinion I, I share like on a strong level, but I agree. Um, Wait, hold on before you get to your next level. My, my boy, 
used to play hockey with his fucking son. Really? In Beverly Hills. Really? They play hockey in Beverly Hills? Pretty good, apparently. Really? They have all the equipment. <laughs> well, those kids are probably so fucking rich, you could just... They're going to figure out a way to get a rink in their backyard. Yeah, they have. They built a rink. There's no There's no job too big. I mean, if I was a figure skater, I'd build a rink. Yeah. And you like figure skating. I, you I talked mean, a lot about it. To be honest with you, that was one of the most watched sports in my house because my grandmother that came from very far away, you know, my Albanian grandparents, she loved figure skating. Right. I don't know what the fuck. Favorite figure skater? Hmm. Of all time? I mean, Oksana Bayul kind of exploded onto the scene. I love a good Scott Hamilton flip. I am slightly familiar with these names. Um, you know Christy Yamaguchi. Yeah. You know the controversy that happened between how I saw she got batted up. Did you? Did you? Well, no, not that, but the Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. And did you see? Did you see the movie? I, I actually happened to really enjoy Margot Robbie. She was awesome. Yeah, she's good. I thought it was too light. It could have been darker, but she did a great job. Because yeah. I like dark movies. So yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I was hoping to see it a little more raw. But you like it, my cousin Vinny? Yes. Yes. And, and I, I like you, you. Yeah, you referenced that uh, we just stick out like... Yeah, anywhere I go, I stick out like a sore thumb. That's his line. But you're good anywhere, though, at the same time. Like because like you have Vinny. a lot of crossover appeal. I feel like being from New York, you have a little bit of a... Uh, you know, you're around so many different types of human beings. You kind of have like a little step ahead yeah. on social activity and how to, you know, handle different types of humans. You talked, we talked about everything. The obvious the drug that everybody likes talking about is weed. I mean, you got your own like apparatus. It's no longer, it's not, it's not a drug. Well, it's you know, the, it's, it's, it's the universe's gift. It's a plant, us. it's a plant and we love it. We both love it. Um, I was, you know, I was reading about it, uh, you know, and reading about the fact that you you vape most at night, does it settle your thoughts? Do you feel like you're buzzing all day so much with creativity and, and your mind's going, you're doing all this different shit, is it hard to settle down at night? Is that why you smoke? Like, why do you, like, what, what's the, the application of besides just feeling good? I mean, it's been something that's been in my life for so long now. Yeah. Now that you've asked me why I do it, it's because uh, it's, something that's ingrained in my DNA and some, something in me that brings me to it. Like we all have a cannabinoid, you know, circulatory type of system in our, in our bodies. I don't know exactly what it's called. Some endocrine type Endo of shit. Endocrinology. There I know it's like we're talking endocrine. We're talking endocrinology here. Obviously. So why would we have these receptors if it wasn't meant for us? Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? We don't have cocaine receptors. No, we don't. That's not built in our bodies. No, we don't. You know? So and, all I, the, and although these nostrils are pretty enormous, like yeah. nothing's going up there. No, nah, there's not. I can't get anything up. I've sniffed sugar I don't, before. I don't want anything up as there. As a joke when I was like eight. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. So once you find a drug, like for me, it was like I had a lot of problems sleeping. Obviously, the pain aspect. Yep. Um, and just like some social situations at first that you're like, oh, these are just better. The edge is off. And I have ADD and all that shit, so it's nice to like just have something to calm me down. Mm -hmm. And nighttime, is, but like in our league, we get tested once a year. It's so arbitrary, bro. Like it's like, I, it's just I would, saving that's faith. Right. It's kind of ridiculous that people get popped, right? Well, I used to think that until I started smoking a lot. Like, And then you know you just can't stop. And then I was like, well, no, you just start pushing the limit. Oh, you're like, nah, nah, I'll wait another day. You're like, oh man, I had a buddy that said he drank five gallons of cranberry juice and he was good. Three days. 
which is bullshit. Of course. But usually you go about a month is what I think, um, the way we like burn and whatnot. But like in that month though, you start picking up, I start noticing I'm popping more pills, I'm popping more, you know, Lunesta, Ambien, you know. See that type of shit, I, mean, I don't take any of that type of thing. The Lunesta, that kind of, it, it gives you those like, you pretty much dreaming while you're up. Yeah. You know, you're like loose, it's like weird. And, uh, you know, for sleeping, I never really had an issue. I just smoke till I sleep. Yeah. And I start early and I don't right. end till late. Right. And uh, for my mind, it's just always going. I kind of have to slow it down sometimes, but then I speed it up. I'm kind of fucking with myself. It's a little bit of a different balance, but they're different thoughts than you have that you're sitting around not exactly. getting high. Like your mind, like if I'm sitting around, like trying to be creative, prepping for this interview, like writing about like because i write some like i'm not going to do that high necessarily but there's another side to like i want to get high to get more creative so my my right brain's thinking one way and then my left brain's thinking the other time so i mean like if you can mix the applications it's great but like for you when you're writing i assume you probably smoke you don't so yeah of course it's so okay. ingrained so it so it's it helps just, it's so it's I don't know if it helps, but I know that it definitely makes me feel better. It puts me at ease. So is there something, I guess what I'm wondering is like somebody who has to go up on stage and recall, and you have tremendous recall. You have recall, you know, when it comes to movies and sports, it's yeah, obvious. Oh, I have like, all kinds of songs from everyone. But, but think world. about you've, you've done album after album and, and mixtapes and, and, and you go on the road and you got to recall them. Can you be high on stage? I mean, I know you smoke on stage. But out of my mind high. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all good. You're good. I'm always out of my mind high on stage. There's no chance that I could go out on stage. I mean, I could do it. I could do anything in any way possible just in life's way. Yeah. I could live in life's way. Right. But I like living in my way. You know, I like living the way I like living. I like smoking. I like fucking being high. I like my eyes halfway closed. I like the feeling of it being a little bit, you know, I like passing out at any time I want. That's a it's nice fun. that's a nice quality cuz I'm not the type it's that could fun. without weed I could never just I can't fall asleep uh, accidentally. The last time I fell asleep accidentally, you know, without bud was probably a kid. Like I wasn't the kid in the car on the way home from school that's like just going to, you know, conk nah. out. So I need something to kind of chill me out. But like what about the like the downside for me if I had to pick one downside? is 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 the munchies bro well i mean i got the same problem hey, <laughs> just a little you just you, you you wear it well yeah i'm just i'm, t I'm a little taller a little, but it's like, a it's tight a, a touch but like so so for me i know i got some foods that i love like what are the foods that like you can't have in your pantry because it's going to be i try not to keep any honestly i try not to keep anything in the pantry yeah no cookies no bullshit no nothing right. Because those are all gone in one day. Yeah. It's, I just know it's the way it's always been. Right. Yeah. I think with everybody, you, you try and eat one and it's just the fucking whole pack is on the floor, ripped up to shreds like a dog that goes through a garbage bag. That's you know? exactly right. <laughs> I mean, like, fucking, and you're you, not going to have one Oreo. Yeah. And, you know, I, I live with my with my my soon-to-be wife. Congrats. Thank you very much. And, you know, that shit makes noise. Yeah. No, I know. You know, the fucking cookie pack is always very yeah. loud for some reason. I know, I know. Like, and they don't make it a silent cookie pack, so everyone always knows what you're doing. Oh, he's in the cookie jar again. <laughs> and they shame you too, man. It's shame. I have, I'm sitting there up. like, what? She come, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It's and a cookie. And the worst pack part. That's no longer with any cookies in it. <laughs> the, well, the, the worst part, and you got kids, right? Yeah. So 
they got some delicious foods. I know. So you fucking... Let me tell you what I did to her before. <laughs> she likes Lucky Charms. I don't, but I like the marshmallows. Yeah, just... So I dumped the whole fucking box out, took every marshmallow out, separated them, put that in a Ziploc bag for myself, put the other cereal back into the <laughs> box so when she went in... Oh, it was a fucking war in the house. Just pure. I said, I don't know what happened. Bro, they, I, I don't know no why they idea don't. what happened. I don't know why they don't sell that shit they just do. the way. They, they do? do? But I had to, you know, I had to fuck with her. That's so funny, bro. You can't have these marshmallows. I have them mine. Imagine pouring <laughs> out and it's just the fucking little brown pieces. No, of that's the garbage one. That's the shit. Dog the, shit. Yeah, they feed that to the goats. <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, and a food I struggle with is pork rinds. Mm. If if I got pork crispy, tea, lots crispy, of crispy, crispy things. Yeah. Crispy. If there's a bag, you know, I get home from the bar and I've had a couple beers. You mix the IPA with the with the pen, and mm -hmm. and and you get maximum munchies because you get the beer it's munchies, a, and and then uh, and it's all about mixing things, also, right? Like finding certain concoctions that work for you. Yeah, yeah. Do you get the, like so now you're like, oh, you've been a, a cook, you chef for a long time, so I'm really a cook to be honest. Really, with you. what's the difference? A chef is someone who I would imagine worked their way up through the ranks of in a kitchen and spent extensive years eating shit. Yeah. I spent some years eating shit, but I never made it to an executive chef, you know? Right. Like in a real kitchen, like where you work, like with, like in a real restaurant. I worked in other places, like, you know, that I was able to just do what I wanted. Yeah. It wasn't really the best situation, but it was also. What's uh, I'm a glorified executive cook. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, that's that's because I like how you're you're not taking too much credit. No, I can't. I'm I'm not a chef. I'm an executive cook. Right. Um. But I mean, you still had to do some of the menial shit, right? You were All working. You when you hurt yourself, you were working with for your pops. Yeah. Or what kind of place was that? It, I mean, it was a it was a beautiful place. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was a staple in the neighborhood, Forest Hills. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, they were doing Mediterranean stuff and all kinds of shit at that time. So it was a good experience just working with Mexican dudes that really, it, the, the, the thing I learned most in that kitchen was speed. Right. You know, tasting and making sure everything is good, but with speed. Yeah. You know? And stress. Oh, big stress. But, you know, when you have Salsa playing in the background, I'm watching UFC on a little baby screen TV that my man Carlos, the dude who used to wash the dishes, and handyman, he fucking stole the cable from up the block. Did he really? How so we got UFC. I mean, this was Spike. We got so this is the old PBS. UFC. This yeah. is the this, this is, is literally the, like, when Ultimate the Fighter started. They got the kimonos. No, no, that's because yes. that shit was my favorite. I have all those DVDs, the early ones. That those shit was cage my fighting favorite. early. Yeah, Hoist Gracie and Ken Shamrock. Dan Severn. They will fuck you up in a costume, bro. For real. They don't even need to like be. The gi is a crazy thing. The gi. If someone comes out in a gi, you know that they're not to be fucked with. You know that they're going to either choke you out or do a weird karate move. Yeah. I mean. They're not going to box in the gi. They're not going to no, box you. I, and it, you're going to try to box, but they're going to be like. Well, boxing does, it does cancel out jujitsu sometimes. If you get hit in the face, you can't get an arm lock. Right. You know, so if you blast someone as hard as you can and keep hitting them, that's kind of a jujitsu deterrent. You like kung fu movies? I, I, not as much, but I mean, I'm I, not that. I want to. I want to know more. I like that. the. I like like Bruce Lee. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of the old shit. You know, Faces of Death type of shit. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
I'm 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 more like a Bronx Tale. Yeah. I'm a Michael Keaton guy also. Your Scorsese. Woodbine. You've worked with Scorsese. De Niro. It was just me and De Niro on 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 the camera. And how was he? He was a a gentleman and a man. Do you know who he, he know who you were? And I don't think he knew who I was, but they were telling him Scorsese already knew. Well, maybe he did, but he yeah. was just, he's fucking Rob De Niro. What does he care? Did you see uh, the Gosling movie yet? First Man? Mm -mm. Check that out. But I did see some shit that made me cry. What, what was the one with McConaughey? Interstellar? Oof. My uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. That shit made me cry a lot. I was on the plane coming back from Morocco. Yeah. Air Emirates had that fire. Yeah. I started crying like a baby. Yeah. I had hash in my butt cheeks. <laughs> Bro, and there were points in the movie I didn't even know why I was emotional. I was just emotional. <laughs> Something struck a chord. Something struck a chord. When he's like fucking blasting. And the books back. are moving when the he's books. Oh, come on. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on there completely, but it fucking, it makes sense. Everything is free. Treat. Oh, How about when he gets out of the fucking, when he gets out of the right spaceship, leg. my favorite part of the movie. He goes to that world with the big tidal wave yep. and shit, and he's got the people in the spaceship <laughs> waiting for him. He's like, I'll be back in five minutes. And he's back in five minutes, but it's like 40, 40 years. 40 years, yep. And they, he gets back on the thing, <clears throat> and they're like, we've been waiting so long. I'm like, bro, that is deep. I don't know. They I didn't mean, get they didn't they didn't get in their chamber. No, they didn't get in their chamber. They would have fucking stayed in the chamber, man. They should have listened to to Matt. Matt Damon. Yeah, so fucking uh well, I didn't like the Matt Damon movie. I didn't see that yeah, one. Yeah, it's not as good. The space Mars Martian? Yeah. Martian? Was that like a runoff of that one? Well, I I think if you look at it, they were kind of this similar. They were they were big blockbuster like space exploration movies at the same time, like a year apart. And they, I think to me, it was a dichotomy of like two types of fans. Do you like the grittier movie or do you like, you know, the Disney-ish Martian movie where he's in the greenhouse and he's, he has the one-liners and he's telling jokes like I prefer the darker yeah. one. And so the Scorsese one that I wanted to ask you earlier is he's got so many fucking good movies. We were looking at it earlier, arguing about this. What's the best one? Mm. Or your favorite, I don't want to say best. You know, we did Pope of Greenwich Village. No. I mean, I love Raging Bull. Raging, Raging Bull. Bull is heavy duty. The Departed is heavy duty. Raging Bull's, it's dark. Very it dark. might be too dark for me. I mean, he was a dark man, apparently. He was, was really, really good in Fight Night. Did you just play Fight Night on the video game? Nah. You could hit people with one punch and lock them, and really? lock them out with Jake LaMotta. It was unbelievable. Knock Tyson, Holyfield, all of them out. Um, Goodfellas. Say, I mean, Goodfellas is tremendous. I really love The Departed. Yeah. I really love The Departed. Yeah. It's a good fucking movie. Absolutely. No, it's one of my favorites. When and Scorsese was, I think, also involved in Boardwalk Empire, which I really enjoyed a lot. Boardwalk, you liked that. I think you talked about the dude with the mask in one of your songs, did you not? Nah, but it's, thanks for the idea. Well, uh, the, the scene on the beach, I misunderstood. Remember the guy with the, the mask when he just shoots everybody up? Yep. Yeah, he was my favorite character. Yeah, he took the man, he had the fucking thing. So that's a good idea. So if I ever see one, then it came from from this interview. Yeah, 100%. Right? Okay. He did Gangs in New York. Gangs in New York was amazing. Great movie and weird for its time. Like it was just different. Like it was, it was kind of like uh, watching fucking, um, what's the Western series on HBO? What's that old Western series? No. Deadwood. Did you ever watch Deadwood? I never watched that. It's kind of like written in a little bit of like a playwright way. Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is um, phenomenal. Wolf of Wall Street. Tremendous. 
Shutter Island, which I thought was fucking awesome. Did you see that one? No. Nope. You need to see Shutter Island. So I wanted to run through some music shit because we've done all this and we haven't talked about music. Of course. So I, I went sure. through my favorite fucking songs, you know, some of my favorite projects of yours. And what I love about it is all the sports references mainly, but also just like you got a reference rich catalog. Like, I feel like with your verses, there's not a lot of dead air. There's no like, I'm not just yeah, I don't just take off words. Every word has to mean something. And that's why I like it. It's like, Thank you, man. it's almost like having a conversation with somebody like, like that has similar interests and you're like, it's, it's like, oh, he just, yeah, let me. And then you pause the song and you get on YouTube and you're like, I need to see that scene again, or I need to. Exactly. I, I, it's as visual as visual could be. Yeah. You know, I'm setting scenes up. So after you hear it, you'd have to go and run to YouTube. Right. Oh shit. This is what you just meant. That's right. crazy. My mind is. No, nah, it's cool. And I mean, it's always good. It's good to add in laughter and shit. I always like. I was like comedy in, in, in the raps. Yeah. Comedy and, you know, just saying things that are off the fucking wall. Yeah. Well, White Bronco, latest project. I'm late to be like, it's not a promotion, but I just like talking about no, it. No, no, it's all good. Fucking. Um, you can always promote that. It's shorter, mm -hmm. right? So do you do that on purpose? You know, keeping it real Spartan, trim all the fat, like. Well, I feel like I've always done that. Yeah. You know, sometimes. All the blue chips projects, there were a lot of songs. They were like one minute, one minute, two minute, three minute, you know. You've got nothing. a lot of single verse, yeah. one or two verse songs. Well, sometimes that's all it calls for. Yeah. And yeah. that, you know, it's like not every piece of art has to be, you know, the Picasso, uh, the Mona Lisa, or, you know, there's other things that you see in the moment. It's just fucking scribble. Right. Oh my God, this is gorgeous, you know? Yeah. Sometime. That's all it is, is a couple strokes. Yeah. A couple strokes of the voice and that's it. Sometimes it's a more, you know, more thought out. Yeah. Elongated version of yeah, that. Yeah, because there's two ways to do it. I'm sure I mean there's a bunch of ways to do it, but but you When can... you're trying to do commercial music, you go for a formula. Yeah. When you're doing art, you do what I do, you just do what you want. Yeah. Which is cool. And you've never been a slave to the industry, which is never. which is cool to me. But I did, I did sign with Atlantic Records and I, th I gave myself a shot a couple times. Yeah. But I also did shoot myself in the foot a couple times, you know? But you're not like, and I'm not familiar with the, <clears throat> the, the, in, when you were independent, when you, I'm like, yeah. I'm not on the technical side of the industry. I'm not a fucking expert on that. But like, to me, you seem like a guy who's just, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my integrity personality wise and do what I want to do. And also you do a lot of shit. Absolutely. It's almost like you don't want to be limited to one thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's what these people want. They want you to be limited. You know, they don't want you to express your other interests. Those aren't beneficial to them. Yeah. You know, but I'm not doing anything that's beneficial to somebody else except my family. And for me, I'm, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I couldn't express myself in the way I really, in the way I really feel inside and you don't I, like you know one of the things i wrote down was like i don't i couldn't find a song in your catalog that i thought was like a pop type song like, you know what i mean which is cool and, and like a lot of people like you could you know it's a lot like building a media company or like fucking or doing a show like i could have you on here and try to get you to say something that's going to get clicks and get views yep. you could release a garbage song that's gonna shoot to the top of the charts that's below you and you see what you say there yeah. It's usually garbage. It is. It's usually garbage. Yeah. I mean, I will go as far as to say my most commercial. Yeah. Hit Baby Blue. Yeah. With me, Mark Ronson, and Chance the Rapper. 
I would never, ever, ever classify as a pop song. Right. It's it's but relative to that rel- determination. If you, if, you, if you compare it to a lot of the other things that I've done, it's it's more it's pop. more poppy. The song to me, at least my favorite song that's popular of yours is Easy Rider. Easy Rider's on the pregame playlist. Thank you for the the auditory cocaine. <laughs> uh, you know, a couple cups of coffee, some some Easy Rider, a bunch of other stuff, some Pastor Troy, just like fucking raging. But that fucking Pastor Troy is a big choice. Oh yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, I like that. Oh yeah, um, fucking Pastor Troy is probably more. You know, I got some Pearl Jam on there. Of course, Ten, mm-hmm. one of the most classic albums of all time. Got to have some Eddie. Eddie, bro, release. I like the slower shit, but the reason I like Easy Rider is because like it's quintessential good production and like sampling and like some rock and roll influences, which I love about you do rock and roll shit. Of course. What was the deal with that? Um, with the production of that song, I'm sure you've talked about it, but to me, I didn't. Nah, I don't. I mean, I don't really think I've talked about it. This is. I'm gonna tell you exactly what we did. I'm really into like 70s Turkish psychedelic rock. So I just put together a bunch of songs, went through all of them because I wanted to rap on something like that in that vein. And two and a half minutes into a song, you just fucking hear that. That. But it wasn't in that, you know, he pitched it up a little bit and fucked with it. So that's Turkish rock? Yeah, that's a, that's a Turkish song and the, Honestly, the record's like fucking two grand. It's a rare record. It's a legendary joint. Really? Had no idea. So we took it off YouTube. Yeah. It had like 30,000 views. Yeah. Put it back on YouTube after we fucked with it. Yeah. And now it's Easy Rider. Dude, that's unreal. It's it's crazy that that's the world we live in now. We could take it directly from YouTube sampled and then put it back onto fucking YouTube. Dude, it's in wild. In a different form. And I love samples. Like, that's the reason, like... But there's live instrumentation on there, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My man, Kurt. Yeah. Demolished that fucking but the mixture solo was at just, the end. The mixture was just... Oh, yeah, the guitar? Oh, it was unbelievable. I was, like, literally... It was... It fit the video perfectly. Like, the video was dope. I, You know, and then the reason I love... I, I love... Because I grew up enjoying New York hip-hop. So I love samples. Yep. And like when Dipset was like awesome. Of course. Bro, you can't like forever. That's a pretty like tremendous one. Just I like. Mean, we were riding around listening to Dipset nonstop. Purple? That was all of that. Purple tape. I mean, the Purple Haze. Purple Haze, yeah. Um, all, you know, let me just say this. Dipset was a major part of my life in the 2000s. Yeah, I Like, I was driving around thinking I was the fucking man in a drop-top little Beamer that my father had. Yeah. Listening to Dipset, two humongous men, me. There was always a big, two big men in the car. Yeah. It was crazy in a little Z3. Z3. You like little cars. Nah, I don't like that. Just That was what was around, and it was a drop-top. There's not a lot of trucks here. I'm into trucks. I like driving a fucking Grand Cherokee Laredo. Okay. Normal. You should see I my Land a, Cruiser. You might like it. See, I, I was looking at Land guy. Cruisers also. But I'm, I got a 1990, like an FJ62. Remember the old, like, of boxy? Course. Of course. Yeah, so. Those are the big deal now. So, sorry, I was on, I was on samples. And I love nah, samples. Nah, fuck that. I like that's cars, too. I like Land yeah. Rovers. <laughs> I was just looking at a fucking LR4, because I like those. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Or the Discoveries or. 
So the LR4 is we is it acceptable for dudes? Like for me, I think so yeah. because it's a rare one. Yeah, it's more those. It's like the you know the, the LR4s. They don't make them anymore. Yeah, and when you fucking hook them up, it's ridiculous. That's the way I feel about them as it well. It has the safari window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a mom car. Yeah, my wife drives one. An LR4? I think it's the well, LR4. she's fucking, she's it's, a rebel. Yeah, she's a rebel. Uh, but sometimes I'll like kind of side. Are you I'm trying like, to put down my LR4 dreams? No, not at all. But like, are you <laughs> talking about which LR4? Is it, what year is yours? I don't have one. Oh, I want one. What year do you want? Uh, Maybe 14, 15. Yeah, so she has an LR4, so she does. And yeah, she, it's the LR4. Yeah, and what she. What color? It's, okay, this Gun, is the cool Gun, metal, part. gray. This is the cool part, bro. And I hate. You know, Meg, she's out here watching, like, we're Kalama here, I'm talking, Kaba. you know how much I like action and we're talking about you, so, so there you go, you're, you're a big star, but we got, so she loves, so she loves her truck and she don't want to get rid of it, because, um, and it, and like, I'll catch myself, like, kind of looking at it, like, maybe I can, like, buy her a new car and just, like, slide into yes. the LR4, you know, that move, but she then one day was like, because I'm Matt, I'm Matt Green, Matt Army Green, my Rover one time. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was awesome. Black out the wheels, yellow calipers. And so she fucking copied me. Yeah, she got matte green on the LR4 and it looks fucking sick, dude. I'm telling you. So I'm a little jealous. She put rims? No, just spray them flat black, which is the kind of military look. It's cool. You know what I want to do to it? I want to drop it and put it on fucking BVSs. Oh, yeah. Well, you want to drop it. I've never it. seen that before. Yeah. Just put them on big, wide fucking like. Big eight-inch lip. Cool. I, I can sell that. I can sell that. Try it. We try it out at home. So why did you reference Don Cheadle? Because it seemed like Don Cheadle was just a throwaway in there. Was there a reference? Did I miss the reference? Come on. What was it? That I kind of resembled Don Cheadle. <laughs> That's the fucking reference. No, the throwaway was Tay Diggs. Another. Uh, no, Tay The ladies, Diggs. they think you look. Why do you think you look like a good-looking black guy? That's the irony. <laughs> That's the irony of this. It makes you fucking crack up. <laughs> When someone, when I, I tell somebody, when I tell somebody, yo, I fuck that all the ladies think I look like Tay Diggs. I usually use Brad Pitt, but you're, you know, so your demographic's a little different. So I mean, no, I think I have everybody. Yeah. And Tay Diggs is you universally loved. Yeah. Stella got a groove back. Yeah. Come on. You never yeah. forget Tay Diggs and that. Uh, and, and the women don't. Uh, Indiana Jones, you said, is better than Star Wars. I agree. 100%. The people on this set did not agree. I'm sorry, fellas, but I, ladies, Nerds. I'm sorry. Um, for your feelings, but the like Indiana Jones to me does a lot visually. So if I'm thinking about a movie, how great it was, a lot of it for me is how many scenes do I vividly remember? Yeah. Well, yeah, like every single one of them. The snakes when they cut the thing open, the snakes. I do much that. I do much Kanima. Yeah. Exactly. And then they throw that guy off into the alligator pit. The big boulder. The one that really fucked me up was uh, when the dude took the step in the other one. No, he took the step over the, the, the canyon in the temple of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And then he goes over to drink the wine and he oh, becomes a hundred years the old. Cup. You never, a guy wouldn't drink out of that fucking cup. You never, why would he drink out of a bejeweled cup? He's humble a humble yourself, man. Bro. He's a humble man from humble beginnings. I agree He's with from you. the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. He's drinking from the brass fucking cup. But yeah, there's no doubt about it in my mind that Indiana Jones is better because it strikes a chord with inside me. I like, I love the ancient aliens and the and the relics and all that, you know, the archaeology and the crazy uh, mysteries of the world. Um, I was I not was, intergalactic fire, you know, no, yeah, shooting yeah. and shit like that. I mean, it's kind of cool, but 
It's too long. You like the mystical shit. I like more mystics, but they're like human beings doing ill shit. Yeah. In like real situations that I could relate with. Yeah, it was a little more realistic. Yeah. Not that any of it necessarily. The, it's very relatable to me. But it's relatively real. Uh, you talked about a white deer. My buddy saw a white deer this week. It's rare. What does it mean? That's just rare. I said I'm rare like a white deer with spikes. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm quizzing you because the Native Americans, they had a, they had a, a meaning for it. What does it mean? See, I didn't know Something this. new and big happening in your life. So if you Well, see you see, I just fucking subconsciously do all these things. I'm unconsciously tapping into my indigeny. <laughs> your indigeny is a word. It is. All right. Um, it is a word. You referenced Tiger Bomb. I can identify oh, with I'm that. Tiger, I'm all lathered in it right are now. Are you before shows? Are you Tiger Bomb? No, I'm not Tiger Bomb. I do have to Tiger Bomb the, the hamstring, like the beginning back of my knee to up to the hamstring. So just the whole, basically. Pretty much my whole body. The whole leg. Yeah. Exactly. I, my leg is a short leg. I, just, I can't wear a high top shoe because all oh, half my leg is gone. And don't get any Tiger Bomb on your low back. No, I mean, I like Tiger Bomb on the low. It feels so shitty. I know. Like cl you get close to there or on the like small. Yeah. Of, yeah. Or you don't want to, you know, back in the day, everyone used to do, you just put it on your nuts. Don't worry. Put it on your nuts. You're going to die, bro. There's no worse pain. Yeah. That and the hernia you mentioned probably. Well, hernia is less pain than being flicked in the nuts really gently. Okay, so it was like a war of attrition on your... Being flicked in the nuts very lightly is one of the worst pains in life. It's it's more annoying probably than... But it puts you down. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. It puts you down, it can put you down. Oh, like you're not saying like a flick, you're saying like I'm a talking, backhand. It's called, yeah, it's, uh, it's called a... Uh, oh, ball check, ch yeah. cup check. Ball cock, hand cup, cock. Whatever you call it. Hand Regionally cock. in, in <laughs> Queens. Uh, you also talked about a guy. When did you reference Angel? Because this was you brought it up in here, and this is one of my favorite conversations. Just, no, I know way too many angels that can't be trusted. I, I believe. And if it. you're named Angel, you're the furthest thing from that. Yeah, it's because I just feel like a, a Queens Angel's got to be like a Virginia Chad. You know, <laughs> like I don't fucking trust Chads. Yeah, Chad is fucking addict. Chad is a no-go. But you don't really no have- No fly zone with Chads. They're Chads and Queens? Yeah, it's angels. Chads. Yeah, the angels. Angels might be a little bit more dangerous with a knife. Right, Chad's the guy that's gonna like, just fuck you over with some on some white collar shit. Yeah, some shit. bullshit. And Angel, he's- well, You just can't trust Angel. You don't know what he'll do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry off Mr. Wonderful, one of my favorites. Um, you say you're drinking juice. Like Jack Lane. Yeah. He's I got another the Jack guy Lane that, juicer, man. So talk to me about talk to me about your juice, your juice and your 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 health routine that you're on. You want on, me to bro. talk to you about Queen's infomercials? Yeah, talk to me. All man. right. John Bastow. Yeah. Fitness Made Simple. Yep. One of my heroes. Yeah. He has his own regimen. Two thirty in the morning on MSG, you catch his his commercial. When you, and when the games are over and you fall asleep, yeah, you wake back up with the remote exactly. on your lap. Exactly. You wake up in the morning, you go to have a glass of fruit punch. Yeah. And you're like, That's I could start today. Yeah. I could fucking. I'll start. To, it's all about starting tomorrow. I'll start. Or to. starting on a Monday because it's a clean slate. <laughs> right. I've always learned to start Monday. Right. Well, don't start Sunday. We definitely can't do it on a Sunday. What are you talking about Sunday? No. Sunday's the cheat day. No, I agree. Um. You do juice. I read that you like cold. Do, yeah, juicing is fucking phenomenal. So tell me about what's your juice. favorite I like, juice. I like all the health. I love health food. It might not show, but I do. Yeah. I don't think it's nasty. 
I love, you know, a good almond shake with just banana and almond milk. I like a good fruit moss, like Jamaican style where they use, yeah, they use like uh, this crazy moss, Irish moss. It's a protein that's found in the sea and it's gelatinous. Which sea? Any sea. All sea. It's just seawater. It's just unbelievable stuff. It's like algae a little bit. Pretty much, but it's no flavor. Yeah. It's just like clear gel. It's banging. I know, Mix I know. that with raspberries, all kinds of fruits. You just, it's a power packed drink. Do you worry about the sugar? Uh, we don't add sugar. So it's all not added. Yeah, no, there's no like added sugar in these juices. Yeah. yeah. It'd, be, it'd be pointless. Can you make me a list sugar. of shit that I can you leave with and get healthier? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Because I might look healthy, but on the inside, I'm dying. Well, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm dying on the outside. But on the inside. On the inside, I'm fucking. A pillar. A pillar of health and excellence. Um. You talked about Lelaine. I thought that was funny as fuck. Uh, you talked about uh, Schiphol Airport in uh, Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, I think it's one of the best in the world. It's. I mean, I've been in Schiphol Airport for eleven hours straight. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Because uh, it's Heathrow, gloomy. It's gloomy and it's also a weird color. Heathrow. If you just look in the shop, it's really nice. It's a nice spot. I mean, I haven't been to Dubai. I'm sure Dubai has a much nicer shopping area. I'd love to go. But if you're fucking caught up there, you need some sunglasses, you go right up in there. I go to Hermes to get a nice Mm -hmm. towel. I always buy a Hermes towel when I'm in Heathrow for some Gotta have it. I like towels. Essential. For sure. I like a good towel. So A good towel, a good pillow. What's the point of the towel? Are you just sweating? Nah, it's when I... Oh, you're saying towel, it's like yeah, it's, 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 I was thinking off. like a towel you drape over. No, like, I'm talking like about a, like a massive beach towel that oh, I'm yeah. like shimmying between the cheeks <laughs> to dry off. One really curious reference to me was was Slash, and we talked about it. You're a Guns N' Roses fan, right? I am. Um, what's the best Guns N' Roses song? Is it the song you're referencing? Is it November Rain? Is it? I mean, that's the most epic one, I'd say. Yeah. It's the most it's a pretty epic song and it's the best video of all time. I would agree with you on the video. Best I mean, video of all time. It's not the best song of all time, but it's the best video of all time. I like Civil War. I mean, of course, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, just go I remember going into my cousin's room and just seeing the red and blue discs. I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. And then he put it on. I was like, what the hell is going on? Just yeah. life changing. That was also around the time I found out about Altered Beast on Genesis. Yeah. So it was the same time. So playing Altered Beast, listening to Use Your Illusion was a monumental building block of my life. Really? I'd say so. That much of a turning point. I'd say so. So, so You Could Be Mine is one of my favorite joints from Terminator 2 soundtrack. Really? Are you kidding me? Okay. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, I know. It's a fucking heavy duty one. I know, the score. Furlong on the back of the thing. The entire score was just fucking. It's tremendous. I guess my question about references was do you have an encyclopedia that you sit there and you're like, I, I write all these figures down, like whether it's Natron Means or Chris Childs or somebody from the 90s, and you just pull from them, or do they just pop in your head? They pop in my head. Yeah. Natron Means is a good one. Natron Means would be a good one. So San Diego Chargers. So I actually wrote a couple references for you. Okay. You can tell me if they're dog shit, maybe reuse Maybe them. I've already used them. I don't know about this, bro. All right, let's see it. So, so I think it'd be really cool if you referenced Don Beebe. Don Beebe's a good one. I haven't referenced Don Beebe. You could say that somebody was moving the white fast through Buffalo like Don Beebe. <laughs> <laughs> 
probably won't say that, but I can figure that. it out. What about Sean Landetta? Sean Landetta is a good one too. Hang time. I mean, that's we're talking about one of the best punters to ever live, right? Yeah, he probably is, along with Johnny Hecker of the Rams, my former teammate, and Ray Guy. Ray Guy is amazing. Uh, let's talk more about who do you want to reference? Who's like in your mind that you're like, I gotta, I gotta get this guy out in the next five years? Well, Kirby Puckett for sure. I've already mentioned Olden Polonese. I've already nice. mentioned Arvita Sabonis. Lust. I'm thinking mm. about, I've already mentioned Detlef Shrimp, Drazen. Oh, I, I go through the Slavic players. You got to get all the Eastern Bloc All guys. the Slavic players. Um, who am I looking forward to? I mean, Don Beebe was a good one. Don Beebe would be a Great good one. Great receiver. He also caused the fumble of, what's his name? Yep. Leon Lett yep. at the one-yard line mm -hmm. in the snow. Yep. Well, give me some other ones. What, what, uh, what I don't know, man. Like, like, like you got some on Bimbo Coles. My man already mentioned Bimbo oh, Coles. Oh, somebody mentioned Bimbo yeah, Coles. Yeah, Rock Marciano. Oh, okay. Fuck. Well, I mean, like... Bimbo I'll give, Coles is a good one. I'll give you a team. You pick somebody you would want to reference. All right. From the 90s or the early 2000s. Okay. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Jay Novacek. Jay Novacek. That's perfect. Unsung hero. Uh, how about the Grizzlies? I mean, big country, big country probably, or my man, Felipe Lopez. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah. I, I didn't even have that pull in me. Yeah. What about the Eagles for the Philly fans down south? The Eagles for the I mean, probably Jaws. Jaws? Ron Jaworski yeah. action. Jaws? Nah. You know, Reggie White's a good one. Yeah. What, what other some good ones? Well, there's Jerome Brown. Yeah, of was, course. God rest his soul. Of course. Uh, Clyde Simmons. Clyde Simmons was my coach. Do you remember Clyde Simmons? I don't. He was one of the guys in that iconic uh, D-line with Reggie White, Jerome Brown, Clyde Simmons. Um, how about let's go baseball? Let's go Diamondbacks. Fuck the Diamondbacks. They beat the, they beat the Yankees. They one. did. That's Luis when I stopped being a Yankees fan to be, to be specific. Luis fucking Gonzalez with the, with the, the sing, broken the single bat up single up the middle, up the middle off Mo. Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a good, there's a couple of Diamondbacks you could reference. Wasn't Craig, was Craig Council on that team? Craig Council. I don't think he was on that team. He was on the Marlins. Craig Council would be a good one. What about Spreewell choking somebody? Yeah, that's, I mean, Nature. Nature already mentioned Spreewell oh, choking really? someone on, uh, on the song with Big Pun and Nori. Okay. Band from TV. Okay. So you got a lot of PJ Carlissimo has already been mentioned by Cam. Yeah, I mean... There's so many, man. Yeah. There's so many. It's all about the the situational things. You got to think about like our test and going nuts in Indiana. He was, he was justified. I mentioned Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Saw that. Yeah. AKA Chris Jackson. Uh huh. Um. OG Bobby Jackson. OG from the Bobby Kings. Jackson. Yeah. Bibby. Yeah, Bibby's Bibby's Vlade, a beast did now. Did you hit Divac yet? Yeah, Vladi. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes on the sideline. That's what they did when my dad played too. That's what I'm saying. Like Newport's on the sideline at halftime, just a totally different time. So, yeah. well, I, I mean, appreciate we, it, man. 